Hey, this is Brian Jump. Welcome to the SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. We go over actionable tips that have served my business well over the last 30 years, and hopefully they'll be beneficial to you too. people Brian Jump SAI million dollar PDR podcast where if you listen I guarantee you'll make a million dollars asterisk your mileage may vary aka I don't guarantee it at all how you been how's your week how's your weekend guys I had the most killer killer French dip last night oh my gosh the best, the beast, as he would say in uh, Nacho Libre, the beast, he's the beast. If you haven't seen Nacho Libre, Jack Black, highly recommend it. The Eagles uh, scene when he's up on a cliff before he jumps off the cliff and eats like a freaking ostrich egg. Oh my gosh, the best, the beast. Anyway, there's your movie review. So what do we do here at SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcasting? We talk marketing, we talk silliness a little bit, but mostly how to make more money. Um, a lot of stuff's in the past that's worked really well for me that I'm glad to share and pay it forward. And then uh, stuff that I'm currently working on, you know, expansion and all that kind of fun stuff. There is so much more opportunity for new techs than ever before, just because of the, ma- the maturation of our industry. You guys, in other words, you guys have it easy, your bitches. That's pretty much what I'm saying. We had to work. We walked uphill with snowshoes, dragging a you know a 200-pound dumbbell in the snow and the ice. You know during World War III. You know, God forbid. Um, I mean that. Jeez, lately, right? Um, but anywho, yeah, it is easier. People, more people. The mar- the the TAM, the TAM, the total addressable addressable market now is is way bigger. Uh, indirectly because of knowledge. Just people know what PDR is now. They know it's a viable option. So retail just wasn't a thing. I had no interest back in the day. I think I told you guys I would get voicemails every day, probably five to ten calls, and I'm like, screw off. You know, I got I got my dealers and my auctions, my rentals. I don't need you $75 dance. We had a guy come. He's like, I used to pay 75 bucks when I was working at the dealership for these. I'm like, yeah, well... Now I used to buy a dollar gas. So, should we uh, split pennies or you want to fork, fork over that 400 now? Right? Um, and I was talking to our, uh, I was just thinking about this. I was talking to our rap guy, Nick, and he had, I had a customer say, you know, my other guy can do it, can do it for 100 and And he said, you know, people say that to me all the time for raps. And what I'll say, I have also guys that will pay me a lot more than I charge. <laughs> so, you know, basically saying that I'm in the middle. You know, I'm the average Joe. It's fair. It, pricing such a... We can talk ad nauseum, right? But anyway, of course, I took a dirt road. What do we talk about here? Marketing, everything else, uh, relating to running a service business, primarily automotive, primarily paintless dent repair. But you could walk this, this knowledge and strategy over to a lot of different uh, wider, you know, verts like like auto body or detailing or even uh, plumbing or heating and air. A lot of this stuff still plays. So anyway, and I'm, I'm a marketing fiend. I'm a fiend over that freaking French dip and I'm a 
fiend over marketing. Love it. So anyway, so this last week, Rolls-Royce, Ghost, kick-ass car, 2014 maybe? Black, two-tone, silver uh, hood, um, thick aluminum, pretty good access, um, two dents, maybe nickel half dollar. Uh, I told him normally a nickel to quarter, half dollar size dent's about three to 400 bucks starting without, without uh, you know, factors. I said, this is a Rolls Royce. I'll go, it's gonna be double that. Just straight up, just looked him in the face. So it's gonna be, that's a $600 dent. And I said, I'll throw that other one in for free. Okay, let's do it. Cause he knew my reputation. I was referred. He knew it went, why split hairs, you know? And I appreciate that. And I, in my, my painter was like, why would you sell, sell it that way? It's like, I would have just told him the 600 bucks. I'm like, because I'm acknowledged, I'm not, there's an elephant in the damn room. You know, we do this so many times with, with regular luxury, like, like Mercedes or Tesla or BMW, Porsche. Hey, you know, and I'm ignoring the, the logo and I'm going to charge you X price that I would charge a Hyundai. And it's true for the most part, especially for our, like our bumper painting and that kind of thing. Dents, I, I tend to still squeeze a few more uh, shillings out of it, but or shekels is the word I was looking for. But um, but with this guy, I just straight up shot him. I'm like, because I, you know, I, I don't care so much about the small dents. And if I'm going to do them, I need to get paid because it's my time, right? It's the time. It's not the size of the dent. I don't, and really, it's the money. I, you don't put time or size of dent into the bank. Man, today I'm going to deposit four quarters and two baseball size dents into the bank. No, it's not, it's not the way it works, is it? So what does it really matter? It has to distill back down to dollars and what your time is worth. So Rolls-Royce, great customer, bringing it back for a cut and buff because the paint was absolutely brushed stain, st stainless steel. He bought it used and the other guy obviously ran it through car wash. Looked horrific. And then we also PPF'd his uh, brand new Tahoe, which already had paint damage on it from the dealer apparently because he just got this thing. We were just like, Who's been West sanding this thing? Black, of course. Um, did an EQS, black metallic. Um, what do you guys think about EQSs, the new electric uh, Mercedes? First of all, great access in the quarter panel. Pull back the liner, you're going to see plugs that are just heaven. Um, but there's a lot of foam in those panels. There's a lot of like rubber foam in the doors, and this, the metal is it feels like you're put and acts like you're pushing on a plastic bumper. I kid you not. That stuff's going to oil can so fast. I had to be really careful with that crease I did in the quarter, and I had a deep, sharp one in the door. That deep, sharp one in the door took me an hour and a half, which is just stupid for a quarter-sized dent that was super deep, but it's because it's plastic and I didn't want it to oil can, and I had to keep cross-checking it and reverse-checking it, wide-checking it, and check book-checking it, and it was just, it was nuts. Came out great. These people are repeat customers. They always, the guy gave me a $150 tip. Thank you for buying us that, that French dip sandwich. Uh, the other night with the wife and a couple pops, that was great. Um, so yeah, it's nice to get your dinner paid off of some tips, right? Um, what else? Uh, we had an SL43 come in, beautiful aquamarine color. It's that brand new Mercedes car at the on pin. The whole Mercedes line right now is, is pretty damn good. A ton of Teslas as usual. And then we had a rammed ram. This guy, I don't know what he hit with the side of this ram, but it looked like literally a ram came running down the Colorado Rockies and ran him right to the side of his ram. It was just, it was, I mean, I so much so that I'm like, I don't even know if we can do this. The, the bedside was kinked in so much. Of course, it's black. Bring Jeff out and then my body guy, Miguel, and they both say, yeah, I can handle this. So, all right. Anyway, 
Last thing, uh, and then we'll get to, to brass tacks. Car flipper called. He bought an F-150 with hail damage. You know, Brian, should I get trained through your school or maybe just use you guys to take out this hail? And I haven't seen the truck yet. I'm like, ah, you know, maybe just use us. You know, I mean, you know, or you could get one of those little glue puller things, you know, if you want. You know, I mean, it's just like the dude's done. Obviously, he's done zero research. Bought the truck, had no idea what PDR was, and it's probably his first flip. You know, it's definitely his first hail flip, right? Because he has no clue. We had a customer call the other day and says, hey, I, I'm going to buy one of those dent pull things, but I thought I'd give you guys a call first just to see how much more it would be. And I go, well, look, a dent pull kit's probably, what, 30 bucks, 40 bucks, something like that. He's like, yeah, yeah. I go, we're going to be about, I don't know, 10 times that, about 400, you know, entry point. Oh, shoot, I'll just get the kit. Sounds good, man. Have a good one. I'm not going to sit here and try to tell this guy with an 07 Mustang, you know, spend the 400 bucks. Why, Brian? Why are you being so lazy? Why are you being such a jerk to that guy? You could have saved him. It's just what it was. I was with uh, David with PCH. Uh, no, Pacific Coast Dent Repair. My bad. Not not Igor. Um, I get those the company names crossed up every now and then because I'm an old man. And... And this customer comes up with his tailgate, and he's a cop, and we're at this firing range, and I'm just visiting with David, and he's got a dent that somebody, probably the owner, tried to use the glue pulling on. And so it's, it was a volcano, right? He had this huge protruding dent with a low in the middle of it, and I look at David, and I'm just like, that, hey, it's tailgate metal. It's probably aluminum, too. And, I mean, it was in the middle of it, and it was just gross. Somebody tried to get it out and just stretched the shit out of it. I'm like, there's so much time in that dent. And I'm just like that. Ugh. I just, I don't want for that stuff, you know? It's hard enough to do clean work on fresh, organic virgins. But to get, I'm talking about dents. And to get, to get onto something like that where somebody's just, just torqued it. It's like gross. So anyway, back to the flipper. Um, I think he's going to come by either tomorrow, Monday, or Tuesday. And then we're going to have a conversation. But the guy's not going to realize it's going to be thousands upon thousands. Unless he's literally got like one panel with light hail, right? Which is, what's the chance of that? Yeah, it's not going to happen. So I'm, I want to talk a little bit about marketing, about, about giving yourself a little bit of a unique edge. Um, I'm going to break this up into wholesale retail, and then we'll talk a couple quick things, and then we're going to do a hit and run. Tomorrow, by the way, um, I'm hoping, we were supposed to have Craig with Dent Doc, but it was my fault, not his. I pushed him back a little bit because we've been busy, and he was very flexible, which I appreciate. Um, thank you, Craig. Um, so we'll... God willing, have him on the podcast tomorrow afternoon, and then I'll either post it up uh, tomorrow night or Tuesday morning. So bonus uh, podcast episode this week. That should be cool to hear uh, Craig's story and what he's doing currently. So um, so let's get after it. So so we got basically two different sub-markets or markets within the automotive repair, wholesale retail. And that really goes for anybody. You know, detailing. Uh, mechanics the whole nine. I mean, you could do, work for either dealers, you know, rental cars, companies, or you can go right to the end user, consumer slash, you know, uh, retail. So there's friction on both sides when you're trying to get business. Let's go into some of the big ones and then we're, I'm going to throw you guys a quick little um, fresh, fresh take. So number one, wholesale. What's the friction to getting wholesale accounts? Primarily dealers, auctions, rental cars. It is competition. It, for the most part, back in the day, it, it was that was one of the nice things. I will tell you that. 
um, you know, the, the scales have tilted. I just thought about this. I mean, retail, there's a lot more retail, and I think it's a lot easier to get retail now. Back then, it was kind of, like I said, even though people were calling us, if I wanted to get retail and make a lot of money, it wouldn't have been easy. Um, and then you got to, you know, overcome people's fears and, and educate the shit out of it. Although we still have to educate now, but a lot less. Whereas wholesale was easier to get back back in the day, back when Grandpa Brian was pushing metal, um, early 90s. Nowadays, there's, you know, a dent guy banging on the door at every dealership, you know, five times a day. These guys are just inundated. So, so the competition's much higher. So how do you overcome competition? And then on the flip side, retail, what's the friction? I mean, I would say probably price, you know, especially for the smaller door dings, and then convenience. You're you're going to have to tell people why the mobile guy is maybe not the best solution, you know. And a lot of times they already know, or they already are going to lean towards a brick and mortar because of trust, okay. Um, sidebar, sidebar, we, we do also talk uh, college baseball, and I thought I'd just in, interrupt and let you guys know. Today, uh, my youngest boy is going to be throwing in a scrimmage against McNeese, uh, which for their conference was the number one team, and they had a bunch of guys on both uh, the Rangers uh, through in the World Series and the Diamondbacks. So they're, they are a good program. He'll be starting pitching today uh, at 10 a.m., which is pretty exciting. So go Gage. Go kick some ass. Um, fall Series, you know, getting preseason stuff. So anyway, retail, price, and convenience. So let's talk about, about some uniqueness on both sides. All right, coming right back to the topic here. I like to kind of move around, keep you guys kind of hopefully paying attention or, or put you to sleep, whatever works for you. Um so uniqueness on both ends helps. I mean, if you're going to do the same thing everybody else does, what's the chance you're going to catch fish? You know, the fish are going to look at that same bait that everybody else has got the lines in the water. And if it's all salmon eggs, screw it. I'm looking for the worm. Well, be the worm, right? So here we go. Um, wholesale, what can you do? Um, and I bet you Craig might talk about this, although I don't think he's done it. But I've done it, and it kind of works. We did test out warranties way back, like mid to late 90s. And we had the forms done, the NCRs. And we, we had sold a couple dealers on it, but I just decided we were so busy it, at that point. It didn't, I didn't need it and it didn't make sense, but I probably should have stuck to my guns because ultimately I think it would have, it would have carved out a nice little automatic uh, machine printing, money printing machine uh, business, um, which I'm sure Craig's probably enjoying right now. God love him. Um, so, uh, so what I would say on wholesale, if you're trying to get an account and you want to be unique, do warranties, trade warranties, give them away for free or, or cheap, 50 bucks per contract. That way the dealer's making a ton of money, okay? And what's the, what do you get for that freeness? You get the account, you get the used car department. It works. Now, the reason it, it may not work is they may not wanna to have to revamp their F&I department. But per warranty sold, if they're gonna make an extra 200, 400, whatever it is, whatever some of these guys are selling their contracts for, and I don't know if Greg, Craig will, uh, you know, cough up the pennies and let us know how much it costs for the dealers. But maybe he'll, I mean, he'll probably give us a range, right? Or at least the competition. He can share that. I doubt they're 50 bucks or 100 bucks. They're probably more, right? Because what if they have a claim? They got to pay a tech to go out and do the claim. So guess what? They cost money. So all of a sudden now they're selling these things for free. And yeah, you've you've got to do some warranty work. But the, but the caveat is, just make sure that the customer has to bring it to the dealership. You're going to be there anyway, more than likely, or they got to bring it there during your service days, Tuesday, Thursday, or if it's a big dealer, maybe three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Now, you're not going to do this for a dealer that's got 10 cars on the on, on the lot and he's selling 
you know, use uh, Jeeps. No, you're not. I mean, you shouldn't. That'd be kind of stupid. Some people might. God love you. And good luck getting through life. But, no, you want to do a dealer that's franchise, new cars, probably the, the big boys, like a, you know, Toyota, uh, Honda, Ford, you know, the guys that push a lot of, push a lot of cars through the, the, the front of the lot, sell a lot of, sell a lot of metal, right? Roll a lot of, a lot of the units out. That's somebody who I would give away the warranties for or for crumbs so you can get the lot. And if you have the lot, I mean, a good lot, everybody knows who's in the business knows it's two grand, four grand, six grand a month. You know, you get four or five of those, you've got a good, good lifestyle going on, don't you? Mama's going to have a new handbag. Kids are going to be going to private school, Montessori, you know, vacations in Hawaii and Cancun and, and life's great. And you retire when you're 40 or 50 or whatever because you bought real estate and you were smart and your parents told you how to save your money instead of going out and buying that Banks turbo F-250 lifted truck with, with the King Ranch suspension and all that bullshit, right? Oh, you already bought that? No? Joke's on you, buddy. Um, all right, so uniqueness. So that that I'm just going to go with that one thing, right? The warranties. You, will, you can if you want to roll that out, okay? So what about retail? What can you do? What can you do with retail? Right now, I'm going to tell you what you can do. What's something a mobile guy can't do or can't easily do? He can't easily do paint. He can't easily do PPF. He just can't. It's pretty tough to do any of those or window tinting on the road. I mean, I'm sure some people do it. Good luck, man. Good luck holding freaking film with all the dirt. It, it's hard enough to do it inside a shop, let alone outside a shop. So if you combine any of those, I would say paint, like paint touch-up or bumpers, that kind of thing really is a good combo. Mobile Dentex aren't doing it. I don't know of any guy that goes around mobile and does bumpers and paintless dent. I just don't. Why? Because they're too, either one of those will generally get them enough work, you know, and they can do all right. But if you have that, but you're a shop only, guess what? You're going to gather more coin. You're going to gather more eyeballs and more cars because there's just really no, who's your, your competition at that point kind of shifts more from the mobile dent guy to body shops. And your price and your speed is probably going to be more advantageous than the big shop. I'm holding my hand in there, and this is how we make a living. One of the main ways, all right? It, it works. We stay busy. I love doing dents. They're the highest profit. But if somebody wants to bring a bumper in here, guess what? We're on it. We're going to bang that bumper. Speaking of banging that bumper, the EQS that was here over the weekend that I did two panels on, and the guy gave us a $180 tip. Thank you very much, John. Um, he's going to bring it back for a bumper. They treat this car like an absolute truck. It cracks me up. I love I love people who have so much wealth that that what we value you know because they're just I don't know normalcy or I don't I mean just I wouldn't even say normalcy they're normal too they just have they're a higher income um, bracket I would believe you know if somebody's got a hundred twenty thousand dollar car or whatever you know and they treat it like a truck you're like oh my god how could da 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 you know it was the same with that Rolls Royce though the Rolls Royce is kind of rough and I'm just like but he doesn't care it's just a driver it's like no big thing man I, he could. He could buy 10 of them, you know, probably, or more. Who knows, you know? One of us, maybe not so much. Maybe we're going to squeeze squeeze our freaking piggy bank and, you know, have to sell our house and rent an apartment to drive that Rolls. But we look good. Now, you see people all the time with these really nice cars, park them on the, lot, the, the lawn of their apartment or whatever. You're like, what the hell? Why do you have that, that C-Class or S-Class old Mercedes? We have so many people that come here, by the way, guys. Sidebar, yep, coming again. That... We know they can't afford their, their luxury car. They are just trying to put on... We, I've had three or four Mercedes this week. And they're usually a little bit older. 
And can you do this for nothing? Because I can't afford it, but yet I'm trying to look like I'm baller with my Mercedes. It's like, you know what? Why don't you just like yourself for who you are, drive a Corolla, and start saving some money and live a normal life? Because you know, their life, aside from that car, I mean, what kind of food are they eating? Where are they living? Ugh, are they traveling? No, n none of the above, right? It's just like, what, what, I think it's a Southern Cal thing. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of other areas in the United States too, guys. Maybe somebody wants to chime in and let me know what they think. 949-302-3464. If your town, any town USA, has the same uh, affliction, you know? And you know, I'm not talking about that that wear, that uh, MMA clothing. Wasn't it called affliction or was it? Yeah, something like that. But anyway. All right. So retail. Do what other mobile guys can't do and body shops. That way you create a niche in the market and it works. And brick and mortars, they bring trust. Leverage that trust. Put your finger into that trust and twist it like a knife. So people are like, oh man, I don't know if I trust the mobile guy. I don't know if I trust the big guy. You know, I want to bring it to this guy right here. I don't want to wait a month. I don't want to have to pay that huge. I'll tell people, like, you want to go shop, go right ahead. But how can a guy with a 30,000 square foot facility use the good or better products and give you a better price and do it faster? He can't. It's, a, it's simple economics. You know, and if you listen to the Brian the Brianomics, then then guess what? There's no other way to go. Just let let's book this thing in. Um, all right. So what else do I got? Better by design. Okay, yeah. By design, our shops get better paying clients, and mobiles get cheaper. That's just the way it is. And a lot of you guys out there that are listening that have converted from mobile to shop, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know, let let the mobile guys get the cheap clients or the small dents. And for us, if you've got a big dent, by the way, here's another little pro tip. There is a way for them to finance it. I've had people say, you know what? You guys offer financing. Yes, we do. And they can finance their job. You know, one way, simple way to do is just put on a freaking credit card. But a lot of people don't even have a credit card. So not a lot, just some. But are those really your client? No. My client is the guy that has that heavy-ass metal American Express card, brings it in, or like the guy with the, you know, a lot of people write checks, which is funny. Do you guys, do you guys push for checks? Are you in an area where you trust people to give you checks? Right here, I tell people, I, you know, you used to see those signs on the front of a building, no checks on, on businesses. I, I, I want to put one up that says, I prefer checks. <laughs> I really do. Because think about it, 3%, whatever, plus, plus fees, plus, 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 on a big job. I mean, that Rolls Royce customer and his PPF was over three Gs. I mean, if that would have been a card at 4%, think about it, man. That's, that, that's another dinner right there with mama. You know, that's a that's a nice freaking French dip sandwich and, and chimay beer with uh, truffle fries and, and sorbet at the end. Pretty much what, how we rolled it. It was amazing. Um, okay, it, here's a question. Is it okay to have a customer walk? Somebody comes in and says, how much for this dent? First of all, they might call you and text you, how much for this dent? Nope, you got to bring it in. Oh, man, you can't just give me a range. Yeah, I can give you a range between 100 and 1,000. You know, bring it in. Oh, man. Yeah, get off your ass. Let's go. So, had a referral from a local buy shop, my Russian buddies. Good dudes. If you want to check out a shop that flips high-end cars, check out LNC, Laguna Niguel Collision. L is in Larry, N is in Nigeria, and C is in Charlie's Angels. Okay, they have a great YouTube, and they're always doing McLarens, and, and they have a huge following. So, they're friends of mine, these Ruskies. And I've sent them a couple cars that were well beyond what we're going to repair. 
and they send me DoorDin customers, you know, most of the time. And I got to go thank them again and probably suck some some Russian vodka down with some thinly sliced salmon. But uh, customary. But um, they sent me this customer, Model Y. Egg-sized dent, right rear door. The car is wrapped with like a matte gray. And it had an edge protrusion. The, the egg-sized dent was right near the top edge by the door handle. Okay. And it, it, it's a typical glue pole probably a tooler, but you got to lift the metal and tap down to get that ridge down, right? For those of you that do your advanced PDR, you know what I'm talking about. For those of you who don't, climb on board and listen. So, but you can't do this repair, at least not easily, or you can do the repair with a tool if you want, but you have to leave the line. Okay, there's not too many ease. There's, I could have probably disassembled the door and tried to shove some wedges in there to lift the metal too, but why, right? At that point, I'd much rather... You know, da da da. Pull the wrap off. Let the customer bear bear the price. So let's go through the pricing on this, right? Because yeah, they walked. But will they walk back? We'll see. Because Camille, the wife, was in the passenger door for some reason. She wasn't getting out of her seat. I was talking to her through her window, like a drive-through at it at uh, you know Carlos Junior's Hardee's. But um, anyway, so the husband and her are like, well, how much? I go, okay. Well, the base fee on the dent is four seventy-five. Okay, about a two two and a half inch dent. I go, you're going to add 175 for that line right there. You see the line? Oh, yeah, I want that line out too. We were talking about the body shop about that. And they were saying that was tricky and they didn't know if you'd be able to do it. I go, yeah, I can do it, but not for free. So 475 and 175. What is that? Five. That's 650. Okay. But we're not done yet. Okay. Because they have wrap on it, right? So we're five. Let's see. 650. And then you add 125 to pull off the wrap. Now, if you want to have somebody else pull that wrap off, go right ahead. Have you guys ever pulled off PPF or vinyl wrap? Does it usually come off really easily and not leave any glue residue? Not typically. And if this was at a body shop, would they charge money? Yes, they would. They charge for every nut, every bolt, every little burp. They It has a fee attributed to it. Oh, you got to do you know pre and post scan? Fee. We got to do administrative uh, thing? Fee. Right? Oh, you want to store the car for a couple extra days? Fee, fee, fee if they can't. That's the way we as paintless dent techs should be thinking. Fee the shit out of everything because life's not cheap and mama does need a new purse. All right? So I joke about that. My, my wife's not materialistic at all. She truly isn't. She, she's, trust me, she, that lady likes to save money like, because we're in our 50s now. So it's not about spending, it's about saving. So we might be able to get to that R word, you know, by the time I'm 81, if I can make it that far. <clears throat> so. What do you think they said when I said 725? Oh my God, we could paint it for that. You know, yeah, you probably could. You probably could. Go right ahead. Paint it. And really, they couldn't. Because by the time you do the bodywork on a Tesla and it's right up against the quarter panel, you're painting two panels, you're pulling off two pieces of vinyl, then you got to reapply that vinyl. You think you're going to be able to do that for 725 or 750 later? Charlie? No, not a chance. And if you can, good luck on who, what service provider is going to provide that service. Oh, now, do they have to paint it if they're going to wrap it? No, they could probably prime it, right? Which will probably save them some money. Good luck explaining to the person who you're selling or when you turn it back from lease. But that's another subject we could cover another time. So anyway, they walk. Is it okay to let a customer walk? Yeah, it is. It's perfectly fine. Will they come back? Maybe, maybe not. Why am I not sweating it? Because it's all about the volume. It's all about the deal flow. That was one out of maybe eight or nine customers I had talked to that day. And sure, I want their business. I would appreciate their business. But I'm not going to lower my price 
Like somebody asked me the, earlier this week, do you price match? You know what? I, I don't price match because I don't quality match. You know, if you want a lower quality and you want and, and that's going to be good enough for you to, to save money, go right ahead. But if you want it done right, you know what? You can't get your cake and eat it too. You know, you can get your cake, but it's going to cost you a little bit of money if you want the cake to taste good. If you want a shit cake, you know, they're cheap. They're real cheap. Matter of fact, I'll give you a shit cake for free. You know, Sheriff, come over here for a minute. Shit cake time. So, all right. So there it is. Let them walk. And if they come back, great. If not, you've already got four other dealers that you're working on. It doesn't really matter at the end of the day. It's about doing volume. And the people who appreciate what you do, they'll pay for it. So last thing, and then we'll, we'll cut bait. And then hopefully uh, you guys will tune back in for Craig. 1-800-DENT-TALK. Don't forget tomorrow. All right. So um, tough problems to solve. Okay. Educating versus selling. Um, kind of like what I was talking with this Tesla guy. I could have done a little more education. Look, what are your options? Let's explore this. When you guys leave, assuming your option is not do anything, just live with it. And when I could tell that, it was a brand new Tesla. Didn't even have plates on it. There was no having that. She wanted that shit done. So what are their options? You know, you could, you can educate if they want to listen, but a lot of times they don't because what did they think? They don't think you're educating. What do they think you're doing? They think you're selling. And I try to speak so frankly, like friend to friend, peer to peer, and not like, you know, business to consumer, B to C. I just don't, because I, I don't want to be salesy. So, on this note, another story, quick one. Alfa Romeo, Julia calls and then texts me, hey, I need a, an estimate uh, on this dent. White and no reflection, but I, you could see a little bit of shadow. It was a pearl, and it was deep. It looked like somebody launched a golf ball up in there and it landed square in the middle of this aluminum Italian beauty's hood. I go, that's anywhere between $575 and $675. And that was it. That was it. Crickets. And did I educate him? Nope. Did I try to sell him on it? No. I just basically, I listed it. I go, and I, I don't normally, as you guys know, text estimates. But it was small. I don't fight for small dents because a lot of people just don't understand and we're busy enough that I don't have to, to spend my time selling. Okay, just like the guy with the Tesla. So, 575 to 675. Anybody that knows how, what PDR is about knows that would have been work. Would have been at least an hour. Maybe two. Okay, Pearl White's going to show a lot. It's going to flop. You've got to be really... There's so many reasons why that dent is not going to be fine. You know, and I if I'm going to work on something that's challenging, what? That's right. I'm going to get compensated for it. So... Educating is a tough problem to solve. That's what I'm talking about here versus selling. Educating versus selling. What if the Alfa Romeo Giulia, and by the way, I was standing next to an Alfa 4C, which is that cool little uh, like sports car luxury thing they have. And I sent him a picture and I kind of fibbed a little bit. I said, look what we're working on today. And we were working on it, but it was like my friend was working on it and he was putting film on it. The same Nick, the guy that, that did the, the Tahoe for us. Um, the Rolls Royce guy I was talking about earlier in this wonderful podcast episode that you're so driven to tears over. So I said this, you know, to get a little bit of street cred, I said, you know, Hey, here's an alpha. That's probably much nicer than yours. And this guy chose this. So maybe you should kind of, you know, you know, guilt by association. Maybe he'll, he'll bring it in. Nope. Wasn't enough. I mean, he sent me a little fire emoji, but that was it. It wasn't enough to tilt the scales. Matter of fact, it probably made him think that they were more too premium for him and he didn't anything that fancy. He just wanted the dent out of his 23 Julia. 23. New car. So, you know where this is going? Yeah, we all know where it's going. So, if I would have sent an explainer video, though, okay, I'm winding the clock back, and then I'll give you guys a the, the 
the the story, the end of the story, the plot that you already know that already happened. Yeah, the monster gets the girl and eats her, and it's not good. Um, so, twenty to twenty-five seconds is my personal opinion. That's how fast you have to be able to have your explainer video. It has to be quick. What needs to be in it? Let's storyboard this bitch, right? Demonstrate the art and the complexity. That's the number one thing that you have to convey. You should have something about your contact info in there, maybe a, a quick little blip of your face or your logo, preferably your face. Your face is more important than your logo. People don't buy from logos, they buy from faces. People, right? People to people. So here's the storyboard. Three second intro. Hi, I'm Brian with Denko. Bam, that's it. Camera cuts immediately. This is all about editing, right? It's like, like hyper editing. Eight second dent in the light. And I'm talking about dents don't pop out. We sculpt them like Michelangelo sculpting marble. Bam, that's it. That's eight seconds. You show the tool underneath. You show it on top and show how hard it is. Eight more seconds. Okay, you show a little montage of bad dents with paint cracked. Poor lighting, bad conditions, inexperienced techs are, you know, who haven't put in 10,000 hours of practice. You know, you run the risk of still paying but not getting quality results. And, and I would basically say, you know, it takes a minimum of 10 years and blah, blah, blah. We got 31. Better to pay once and that's it. And then flash the, the phone number. That's got to get done in 25 seconds. It's totally doable. Okay. I think as I'm spitting on the microphone, I'm talking about this. I really think that this is probably one of the only ways to really let the video do the talking, right? Let the, uh, the, the visual, not the, the mouth flapping, you know, you got to sell the benefits, right? And the benefit is risk aversement. It really is risk avoidance. You know, I mean, you know, they want to trust their provider. You, you want to pay twice for something? Pay the first guy because this guy, the guy with the Alfa Romeo Julia, yeah, he paid that fucker. Of course he did. They all do. They feel guilty. They feel bad. Only somebody who had the skills, but it turned the corner and didn't quite turn out. You should see the photo. I should post it up. The paint was cracking like three or four different times. It's all, you, you already know what it looks like. <laughs> it's body work. And how do I know? Because the guy hit me back up and say, hey, can you fix this? Yeah, I certainly can. I would have to hand it over to the paint and body department with the professor because Professor Jeff will handle that. You'll be in his kind care now, not mine. The paintless dent repair sculpt Michelangelo sculptor. So what's the benefit? We're always giving value here, guys. You know, at 34 minutes in and eight seconds. The, val the value is make an explainer video. Get it done good. Rough draft it. Storyboard it. Shoot a rough draft. Show your, your peeps, show your, your peers, your friend, family, wife, girlfriend, lover, whatever. Get some feedback on it. If it conveys the thought clearly, that, that video is going to make you money. You're going to close more jobs. The, the elephant in the room, um, the jobs that we typically don't get, I've surveyed a lot of them. And it's my opinion, uh, mostly by survey, is that most people, if they don't do our stuff, they just... they. They don't go to a competition. They just generally don't, especially on bigger dents. They just, they feel it's not in their budget right now and then they come back later. Hey, it's been a, like, I get it. so many people that it's been a month, I'm ready to get it done now. A lot of people. I'm sure, I would say no more than 10 to 20% of our, our people that don't come in don't go to others or go to others. No more than that though. And then the other 80% of people that don't come in, it's because they just, they, they trust us and they feel we're, we're the, the kids that can handle the party. But it's not time to party right now because they can't afford the party budget. They'll be back. Be right back, you know, soon. And then a percentage of them do. Some people sell the car, blah, blah, blah. You know, that's just the way it goes. So anyway, that's it. So let's ring the bell. 
35 minutes in. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys. You know the, the role here. Um, have yourself a great week. Um, text me with any questions or email or Snapchat or any of those other social media things that a boomer like me wouldn't understand. Uh, 949-302-3464. And like I said, God willing, Craig uh, from 1-800-DENT-DOC be on the pod tomorrow. Good guy. Good energy. Upbeat. Um, I think he said his son is like like a desert motocross race or something. They were racing this weekend, so maybe he'll talk a little bit about that too if you're into, into those motorcycles, those wild things. But uh, anyway, should be should be interesting, and then uh, you'll probably be able to glean some stuff. And hey, maybe you'll want to join his network because I hear he pays pretty well, and uh, he's always looking for good techs, I believe. We'll find out from Craig. So anyway, that's it. Appreciate you guys, and we'll catch you on the next SAI Million Dollar Podcast. Bye-bye for now. No, really. Bye-bye for now.